This episode is brought to you thanks to all the support from our patrons over at patreon.com slash boards and swords. Coming at you live from Swordplay Studios, it's time for Boards and Swords. Uh, I totally spaced. I'm sorry, guys. I was just looking at like you. You were he braced. He had the weirdest for, look. He had the face like something like he was about to sneeze or something was coming out. So I was like, <laughs> I apologize. It's too late to apologize. Oh. Anyway, hi. Hi. Half the people at the table are typing something. <laughs> I'm done now. Uh, hey, everybody, and welcome to Boards and Swords. This is the podcast where we make fun and have fun and just fun. Yay, fun. Talking about board games. I, I'm all for fun. Fun. It was kind of a spinoff of All for One back in the 90s. Oh, gotcha. Didn't turn out too well. Gotcha. You okay. know what? Anyways... So how's it going? Hey, Philip's back. I'm back. Yay. Hey. I was gone. Well, last time. Oh. You were not, gone. I'm mean, here for our episode. You, we didn't, have have, to, you we, didn't have like a cutout in my we, chair or something? Uh, it wasn't used, even that. We didn't even feel like using the soundboard to like impersonate you. Anyway. I should get a Philip cutout though. So who are we, people? We should get a cutout for everyone just for the heck of it. <laughs> I'm one of your hosts. My name's Chris Renshaw. What's going on, everybody? I am not a cutout, Philip. <laughs> I'm Colin. And I am Cindy. Now I want to do an episode where the... <laughs> Mister, I don't need to change these levels at all. <laughs> that's not with the levels. That's with sensitivity. <laughs> One of these days, I just want to get cutouts of all of us, and then we'll just sit behind them. And yeah. so, like, it's us talking, but you can just it's, see the cutout. It's like oh, that Blues Traveler funny. video. <laughs> so the podcast listeners no, we'll won't get a, notice, but we'll get a second. Yeah. We'll get a second camera, and it'll be like we're interviewing ourselves. <laughs> Mm. Oh my gosh. What would you say you do here? <laughs> I have four bosses. <laughs> well, I mean, we have like eight patrons, so that's, yeah, that's close. Mm-hmm. Well, I think in the movie it's uh, seven different bosses. Oh. Or it might be eight. I don't know. It's it seven or eight. A, it was I a number greater than one. Do not. <laughs> anyway. So, how about some news? So Asmodee started buying stuff again. Mm. They purchased, I'm going to get this wrong, but it's a French game company. It looks like Louis Meme. Uh-huh. Like it's M-E with a little carrot R-E or M-E. So it okay. looks like Louis Meme. <laughs> oh. The company's known for several games, including the party game Skull. Oh, oh. yeah, yeah. And I said, finally, they own a game that you could play with all the leftover FFG cardboard. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Actually, Matt really likes the game Skull. I do too. It's I fun. Mean, I for for what it is, it's you know, I'm at a bar. Flip over some coasters. Let's play. Yeah, no, it's a cool <laughs> game. I enjoy it. I don't think I'm aware of Skull. You have not played Skull. I have not played Skull. That uh, you have not played Skull with me. Therefore, I assume you have not played. It's fairly basic. It's a bidding. Press your luck game. Yeah, mm-hmm. you're trying to guess whether somebody has a skull in their coasters, gotcha. but it's played with like. Looks like coasters. Okay. I played this with Jimmy and Corey, and Jimmy was so... He never wanted to use a skull, ever. And he never wanted to have it go over, like, four cards or four things out. And so he would always, like, okay, I'm going to contest it or or say there's... You know, it was really funny. Not contest, but he was a call kind of thing. So Portal Games is going to be releasing Detective Season 1 next year in late 2020. 
Mm. Wait, season one as in like a sequel to... Yeah. Okay. Based on the popular or unpopular, depending on who you ask, <laughs> released from last year. This version will be a shorter version of the game designed for, you know, your regular kind of, they called it mystery mm. night or mystery game groups, oh, okay. your regular game night. To be fair, it is pretty easy to make gameplay shorter when you have a usable rule book. What? Portal games. Oh, well, right. that's just cheating. <laughs> Having usable rules, yes, that's cheating. Yeah. If you don't, if you don't need to three months later come out with an FAQ and an errata, then you're just not doing it right. <laughs> oh <laughs> Man. my gosh! Bless you. <laughs> Continuing with 2020 releases, Dominion's getting another expansion next year. Oh really? Another one. Another one needs more. The designer who once claimed he was finished with the game will have more information on this expansion in December. At this point, the ga- this is for you, Phil. Okay. At this point, the game is less Dominion and more like the Borg. Resistance is futile. It's always ever expanding and has the personality of a box of oats. <laughs> <laughs> Got <he. laughs> I know people really like Dominion. It just... Yeah, because there's that one group at our store that just, they play right. it every single Friday. Yeah, but then even in addition to that, I mean, I know that there's people... <laughs> all over that really like Dominion and they still really enjoy it. But I just wasn't, it didn't strike me. But I like his other, like some of his other games, like Kingdom Builder. That's a really that's, great game. That's the only other one you've played. Really? Yeah. Oh, never mind. Well, I really like Kingdom <laughs> Builder. And I think that's really good. Matthew in the chat says, Dominion 2020, the quest for more money. And I said, wasn't that the name of the last one? <laughs> <laughs> ah, last but not least. Definitely. This is the one I'm... I'm Funko released a teaser image. I put imagine. A teaser image. <laughs> I can't spell. Pointing to a potential Back to the Future release for its Ooh. Funkoverse game right. in 2020. It's exciting. The image seems to suggest that it will launch on July 1st, 2020. So if this episode goes short, it's because I have a DeLorean in my garage I need to finish working on while you enjoy these puns. I'm not uh, done. I'm no. sorry. I heard the DeLorean in the garage. I was like, great. And I'd been like missing. So I was like, come on. All right, go for it. Do I need to reread the sentence now? Puns, do puns. All right. Well, I'm guessing these will McFly off the shelf. Uh, It's Colin's density to own it. (laughs) Your capacity to enjoy these puns is likely in flux. It makes me so happy I could dance a gigawatt. (laughs) I missed that time. (laughs) And I write the news so I can get away with these puns. Great Scott Free. Work, work, you. <laughs> you don't even need it. I did it for you. Bum, 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 bum. <laughs> them's the news. Thanks, Philip. There it goes. <laughs> it cut off. And then it cut off. Because I hit it like 10 times. It, yeah. <laughs> it was much better when I had a keyboard to we need, hit things. We need a bingo sheet. Oh, it's going again. Oh, yeah. It's triggering like everything. <laughs> we need like a bingo sheet that the chat can keep track of. Mm. It's, it's like a uh, free space as Colin messes up the soundboard. <laughs> well, I think the free space is like Colin messes up the intro music. <laughs> oh, yeah. I decided not to touch it this time. And, and then, then and then when I went to cut it out, it jumped. Yeah. So, we, just, we need we need to get Colin a dedicated device right in front of him. It's got the intro music button and a slider and then just buttons. That's great, but then you can like have like a real cords. studio. Yeah, what? Just one. And you can make cords. that happen by going to Patreon. <laughs> 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 I w- <laughs> slash boards and swords. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
So uh, this week, as we talked about last time, although most of you have probably not heard that episode yet, because by the time that we're recording this, it just went hot and we had to take it down and put it back up. But mm-hmm. if they're listening to this not in the video feed... No, there's still heard. a good chance they hear this one because of the way all the caching works. There's oh. still a good possibility that like it just gets skipped. <laughs> anyway. So apologies on that. But mm. this time we're gonna try we're trying to focus on these discussion kind of topics. And so we are talking about, you know, this one's gonna be timely. Usually we talk about stuff that's timely for the the live show, but then like the episode comes out like a week afterwards. Yeah. But this time this episode's dropping right before Thanksgiving. U.S. Thanksgiving. Like yes. two weeks before. I and we're recording it before Halloween. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Funny how that before. works. Yay, holidays. Uh, so we're talking about like games that you can play with your family. And I have to caveat this and that a lot of the games that I, I'm just throwing my quick mentions out right now. A lot of the games that I normally play with my family are in that next level list that we did. Mm. So code names, impact, railroad ink, those kind of things. Definitely recommend them, but I didn't want to have just another list full of like as I started putting those in, I'm like, this is just the same list. Uh, yeah. So this time, the way I did my list, and you guys can talk about how y'all did yours. My list is games that one or two of them I have played with my families, but some of them I want to try with my families mm. this year. I understand the way the game plays, and I think it's at the right level that I think it'll work. Except for one. There's one that's kind of like a wild card. <laughs> They've seen the list. They know what it is. <laughs> I remember hearing, really? <laughs> yep. So, oh, yeah, h- how, about, how about, really? <laughs> <laughs> so, when I was making my list, it was basically just games that I've either already played with family or that are easy to teach to you know people that don't necessarily play games or that don't always grasp the concepts of some of the well they'll consider it difficult games but to me you know it's not difficult right but anyway so these are games that i think anybody can enjoy whether you're a gamer or not so that's what i that's how i focused my list and i i mean i don't think i i have one crossover with my next level list but whatever that was a while ago <laughs> And Phil didn't make a list, so I just put Munchkin in all the blocks. I saw that. <laughs> I don't I, know if you play games with your family. I don't disagree with that list. <laughs> <laughs> I asked him. I said, "But where's uh, Happy Salmon?" That's that's a like really big active game. Yeah, it's like you got unless you're playing space. unless you're playing with like kids. You know, you're not so, going to get like your grandparents to play Happy Salmon. Oh, I would. When my it, my grandmother would totally play Happy Salmon. Oh, I'm sure my grandparents would play too. I'm just getting to the point where it's getting too much for me. <laughs> oh my gosh! I'm like, who? There's my workout. Apple Watch says I'm good. Oh my god! Done, guys. All right. Anyway, Colin, how did uh, you curate yours? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Games that I have or envision easily being able to teach and just anyone walks up at a family gathering, yeah, sit them down. Mm-hmm. Come out here, you whippersnapper. Yeah, and I'm switching out one on the fly because I remembered an experience, so <laughs> I, I'll leave it a Oh, really? What happened? <laughs> I had a good experience. <laughs> I just hate that I we that genuinely came up on the show last time and Philip wasn't here for it. Oh yeah. Like you had to sub in for it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I talked about having a bad experience. Oh really? What happened? Anyways. <laughs> so Colin, you want to start? Sure. Uh I'm jumping we around. Roll, but... we do a roll a dice to <laughs> No, was, uh, so top one is a uh, Spiel winner, Azul. Mm. 
it's easy enough to teach to anyone, but there's a lot of depth. We taught it to my your, mom. Your mom loved it. She did, yeah. And we've taught it to I've taught it to coworkers, a bunch of people. It's just you just go ta- through a round of it and yeah. you know everything there is. Yeah, it, it it takes like especially newer people to the games. They're kind of like what at first, but mm-hmm. yeah, after because I taught my mom this and she's definitely it's in the I'd like to try. I don't know if she liked it or hated it. It's in the I want to try that again at some point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah, it's a fun game and like most people, like I'd say at the worst, people don't mind it, <laughs> and at mm-hmm. the best, like people love the game. Yeah. It is a very. I good think game. even the people that quote unquote hate it are just indifferent. Like I don't see the hype, that kind of thing. Well, that's how you were after you played. That was it. how I was the first time I played. It was like because the hype just messed me up. Right, but then of course, uh, I begged you to get it. Mm-hmm. Are you gonna get the second and third now? Third one. I want to try the stained glass Ascentra, and I'll probably want to try the summer pavilion too. Yeah, I want to try them, but I'm not like itching to get them. This is my idea of a summer pavilion. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I don't know. I just think of fairs whenever I hear pavilion. Hmm. I don't know. I don't at all. I, there was probably something called the pavilion. So first game I'm going to mention, we talked about this a few weeks ago on our show, but it's Wooly Whammoth, which hmm. is um, one of Smirk and Dagger's newer games. <laughs> and it's the, I don't know. I thought, I think it's a really good, fun family game. You're just trying to survive and collect the most mammoth meat. Mm-hmm. or just be the last one standing. <laughs> and it, it's got, like, for families that can get really competitive, I think that this could be a really good option because it gives you that, not necessarily backstabbiness, because this one, there's no there, there's no backstabbing, but you could still screw up your opponents by playing a card that mm-hmm. they don't want you to play. If you get in and, their head, know what they're yeah. thinking you're wanting to play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my gosh. And then do the other thing. It's so good. And... You know, our friend Jason, he he even said, oh, this is totally a game I would play with my kids. So it's definitely one of those good family games, I think. So Wooly Whammoth. So my number five is a game I've been wanting to get like Ashley's parents to play this game forever, Uh Mm. but I've never gotten to because it's just more of they're not really in the mood to play games and I don't want to just like pull it out and like, hey, let's play. I I keep trying to wait for an opening and Mm. it just never comes. Like I'll bring it a lot of times, but uh, that game is Downforce. Ah, yeah. Because like her parents and like my parents, I was born and raised in the South (laughs) (laughs) where NASCAR is a thing. Yeah. And just the it plays up to, you know, six players and it's 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 a fun game, but it's fairly easy. Because mm-hmm. it's just play a card, like the yeah. dra- the you the play yeah. a card, the move auctioning. All the, cards. the auctioning's the only kind of gotcha at the beginning, mm. and then figuring out the scoring piece. But yeah, the the basic once you get into the gameplay is play a card, move all the cars. You That's know, like Willy Whammoth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, Downforce is good. I enjoyed playing that. I'm just I can't wait for the new maps. Did oh. those come out at Essen? I haven't seen anything no. on them. I haven't seen anything either, so. Yeah, they announced them, but they haven't put a date on them yet. Hmm. Hmm. I feel like I saw them in halls from something. They were out at Gen Con, okay. like on display, but not for purchase. Oh, okay. Hmm. Interesting. Hmm. All right, and Phillips number five is Munchkin. You have a particular <laughs> version of Munchkin you'd like to showcase? <laughs> yes, oh, just five different types of Munchkin. <laughs> Munchkin Happy Salmon. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> He's the, thinking about the it. The light bulb just went off in his head. 
That could be fun. That's like the first version of Love Letter I played was technically the Munchkin Loot Letter. Oh, yeah. Ah. All right, we'll snake, we'll snake here, and I'll do no, the next right, yeah. one. All right. So number four for me is one I actually have played, and someone's going to discount the rest of my list probably just because of this, but uh, Exploding Kittens. Yep, totally invalidated. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> it's stupid no. easy, and this is a game like, Chloe has gotten to the point she won't play a lot of games with me, but if I bring out Exploding Kittens just because it's, A, it's cats, B, it's cute, and C, it's stupid easy. Yeah. That they'll play. I, and I haven't played it. It really. was recently featured on Supergirl. All they right. have like a game night and twice they show Exploding Kittens. Huh. Hmm. I like it when shows are doing that. Like, I mean, even if it's not a game that I play, yeah. like getting the culture out there. Yeah. It's cool. That games are fun. Yeah, because they went from that to playing catchphrase. <laughs> <laughs> ah. So it's like 10 years ago it would have been just like Pictionary. <laughs> and now it's Exploding Kittens. Mm. Yeah. That's yeah. cool. Neat. So the next game I have is Imagine, and this is one of those. I'm like, imagining what game am I? Ha ha ha! So that's the name of the game is Imagine. <laughs> it's one of those fun party games where you're trying. You have a word you're trying to get people to guess, but you know, so it's kind of like Pictionary. Only you have a bunch of cards with random weird shapes on them that you can use, and they're they're like transparency type things, and you're overlaying them to make whatever it is that you're trying to get your people to guess. Mm -hmm. So it's this interesting concept of that style game because you're limited a little bit with the way you can build your thing. And it's just so much fun. <laughs> oh my gosh. You can make some really interesting things. Like you make it, Colin made a Pope mobile one time. Oh yeah, and the Pope mobile, yeah. Yeah, and I just, like it looked like a guy was pooping. <laughs> That's the poop mobile. <laughs> yeah. You, you, you so, missed a letter there. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. And so it's just, it's so fun. And it, this game can play pretty much as many people as you want because it's a team game. And well, no, actually, it's not. It's not a team game. You can game? play teams, which is why you can do as many as you want. But yeah, it's free for all standard. Oh. You know, as a Well, car. then. Okay. Anyway. You can do it however you want. It, it's just one of those fun games that's more of an activity sometimes than an actual game. And and I think that's kind of really neat for a family get-together. Oh, so like the mine. Whatever. <laughs> um, because sometimes, you know, you don't want something that you have to sit down and pay complete attention to. It's just something fun to throw out on the table. And if, you know, whoever's around, they'll be like, hey, I know what that is. That's this. And yeah. So yeah, yeah. that's Imagine. I get that. So uh, my next one I'm going to throw out there is High Society. And this is a... I'm not coming to your family gatherings ever. <laughs> Why? Because <laughs> I, I can see the rest of your list. Well, one of those is going to swap out. Oh. So <laughs> High Society is a auctioning game, and you are bidding with cards. Your cards have different denominations of money on them. You're trying to have the most stuff at the end of the game. Highest amount of stuff will win, but you need to also not have the least amount of money left at the end of the game. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because that person automatically is out of the running. Because, oh, too bad. You spent too much money. You're ostracized from our community. Mm -hmm. And so that's the whole game. You, you flip over a card, you auction it, and then whoever has the most stuff with not having the least money is the winner. That reminds me of Biblios, but like... Well, there's an auction in Biblios, too. I almost put that on the list. Well, I was thinking. I haven't played that high, in years. High society, I think it's a little bit smoother because mm -hmm. Biblios is in two halves. Yeah, yeah. I mean, high society, you play over a few rounds, don't you? Yeah, it's you go through the through the deck until you hit a certain amount of cards. 
Right. Okay. Okay. So you've I got see, you've I got see. uh John and Emily Detmer in the chat, and uh, I'm assuming that's them, and they're they're backing you up that they played High Society a few weeks ago and like it. Yeah. Yeah. It's we, a fun game. We played it at Dice Tower Con and a couple times. Yeah, and then we found a copy in the flea market. It's like, oh, yeah, we should get that because it was it was a good was time. Really is that fun. a newer game? It's it an older game, but okay, it had a reprint from okay. Osprey, so it yeah, looks I thought nice it now. was an older game, but I was hearing it a lot more nowadays. So mm-hmm. I, that must that makes more sense. Yeah, I think the reprint was 2017. I don't want to say because I don't you know. don't know. Okay, I don't know. So snaking. Well, then you be that would be you next. So me again? Next. Yes. Yeah. So I'm I'm actually swapping out this next one. My next game is going to be Port Royal. Ah. <laughs> High Society originally came out in 1995. Oh, uh, yeah. I thought it was the 90s. So Port Royal, push your luck game. And we played this with my niece oh, on yeah. our vacation we had back in December. 10 years old. Yeah. And she picked up on it great. Yeah. And so that's what threw this into the running for family games. I'm sorry. What was it? I was looking up High Society. What was the game? Port Royal. Mm-hmm. Port ah, Royal. okay. Artwork you would hate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's Clemens Franz. So, yeah. it's Whatever. But, yeah, she, she picked up on it really great, and my brother was saying, I really like this game because it she's able to play it. Mm-hmm. And and she either won or came really close I to winning. I think she won. Yeah. At least we played twice, and I think she won one of the two games we mm-hmm. played. Well, once was by ourselves. We played co-op by ourselves. Oh, yeah. and then she joined the next. Mm-hmm, okay. Mm-hmm. She watched us, and so she picked up on it. Got it. But yeah, so it was a good time. So all levels of family could possibly enjoy this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a fun game. Yeah, there are games in my collection that stay only for the purpose of, I'm not really, I don't plan to have small children in the house, but if it if somehow accidentally one finds their way here, then I have something to entertain it with until its parents come to reclaim it. <laughs> You've got help in the chat now for when you, when games come out. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> uh, the, Did we ask about Port the Royal? Osprey? The no. Osprey oh. uh, revised edition was 2018. Okay, okay, so it was last year hmm. for High Society. Oh wait, this is 2019. Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Uh, it's it was... actually almost 2020. It I know, 2020. but for some reason I was thinking it was only 2018, and I knew the game didn't come out this year, so yeah. I was like, oh, it's got to be 2017. Well, oh my gosh, I'm a dork. <laughs> it's actually closer to 2020 than it is 2018. Yes, no, I understand that. <laughs> let's let's go to... over this a couple more times, though. We're actually getting closer to 2020 the more I drag this out. Stop it! <laughs> Would you say that your eyesight right now is 2020? <laughs> no, I'm blind. No, but that is one of the... Uh... One of the one of the commercials for like a local eye doctor who specializes in like laser eye surgery. Mm. It was like, uh, oh, see, and now it's gone. But it's like, um, come uh, get twenty twenty yeah, and come 2020. get twenty twenty before twenty twenty. Mm. Anyway, <laughs> my next game is surprise, surprise, ticket to ride. Hey, uh, I mean, yeah. did you say she's got a ticket to ride? What? I'm sorry, she give me a face. Y'all are rude to me today. I like today? it. Day. I like the choice. Thank you. I don't care what you think, Colin. <laughs> Tickets to Ride is fun. It's easy to teach, and a lot of people like it. A, lo- a lot. My mom people. likes it, too. It, I'm, I'm agreeing with you. Uh-huh, uh-huh. That a lot of people like it. Yeah. Anyway, and I really like it, and so I play. I like to play Ticket to Ride with my family. <laughs> I just usually end up playing the app more than I do pull out the game. Yeah, I we no. did the app for a while, and it faded like the app was just less fun for us yeah 
It's just like when you manage, like when you, when I move the, I don't know for that. Like I usually like moving pieces around a board but for that. I just prefer the app. And that that's, I think why I like it better uh, in the physical. Cause for that game, I like putting the pieces out on the board. I know, but I'm saying it's, it's, it's a weird difference for me. Cause usually mm-hmm. I'm all four components, but yeah, I don't know. All right. For me, uh, my number three, I mentioned it when we did the review and that's this holiday season. I'm taking Funkoverse. Right. Oh, yeah. With me home. So I tried to get my, I got my parents to play like a couple of rounds of this, but it was l- later at night and it was not the right time. And they were just like, stuff's going over their head. <laughs> but like when I go to Thanksgiving and my cousins are there, I'm pulling this sucker out. Fun. Mm. Cause I'm going to have, you know, like Rick and Morty and Batman right. going at it. I need to get, there's the, the Catwoman and Robin pack I need to pick up now that the game's out. Cool. Do it. But Do yeah, it. it's, it, Really simple. We've talked about it before. <laughs> They're <laughs> laughing because we got the official fact checker now for <laughs> <laughs> for when games come out for year. for boards and swords. The good enough party. So it's really simple. You just roll dice and did I hit or did I miss? And then you just move people around and it's cute and fun and people are attracted to it because it's got Funko Pops in it. Yeah. yeah, it is a fun looking game. So oh, that's right, Snake again. Unless Philip, what's the next version of Munchkin you want to talk about? Uh, Munchkin Barbarian. <laughs> I knew that was going to be the first one he actually Munchkin mentioned. Munchkin Conan. Munchkin Conan, that's right. That's right. Because the Barbarian Birthright. Do great. you have that game? I do. You gave it to me. Okay. I was wondering, <laughs> like, in my head, I was like, I should give this game to Philip. I, don't, I, couldn't remember, I couldn't remember if I actually did. <laughs> so uh, my number two is another one that I haven't tried, but I've talked about a whole bunch. And, like, my family's all been like, yeah, yeah, we should do that. But we've just never sat down and actually done it. Mm-hmm. And that is escape room games. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Things yeah. like Unlock, uh, Exit. Personally, I prefer Unlock games because then I can pass them to somebody else when I'm done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whereas the Exit, it's like, here, you throw this away. <laughs> or it's like, I paid, ten, I paid 10 to 15 bucks for it to be trash immediately. At least mm-hmm. with the Unlock, is I can pay that and then give it to somebody else and they can play it and they can pass it. Just, mm-hmm. I, my, my but least, it's still cheaper than going to an escape room. I understand that, but I also, mm-hmm. considering, like, I already have enough on my social conscience with all the ecological garbage that I do with shrink wrap and all the consumerism mm-hmm. I do. At least I feel a little bit better if I'm purchasing a version I can re-give to somebody else instead of just trashing it immediately. Gotcha. That's a better reason to to like one over the other. What is the main difference between exit and unlock? Exit, so, you're destroying components as you play. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So like unlock usually like you may have to apps. tear a page out of the rule book or you may have to cut up pieces. Mm-hmm. Whereas unlock is just a deck of cards. Just, yeah. Okay. And it's the it's like you type you, things you, into the app. You solve puzzles yeah, to get we played specific it down in a Yes, we did. Yes, yeah. you've played unlock. That's I right. Unlock. Okay. And the exit was the destroying yes. components. Yeah. And that was, and we that just was how the... we that was how we felt playing Pandemic Legacy. Oh yeah. The first like, time, yeah and yeah. now you just destroy it. You're like, no. No, 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 that's not what you do. We paid money for this. That, that, that's like it. game one and two. By game five, we're like, give it to me. <laughs> oh, I hate this. Or you do like what I did in Betrayal Legacy and you rip up the wrong card. That was oh, terrible. Yeah, yeah. So now you know when we're getting the cream sickle. Yeah. <laughs> it's a sickle that we named the, the cream sickle. The cream sickle, okay. Thank you. That was me. <laughs> uh, that was my number two. So, um, Cindy. My next one is... Speaking, f- speaking it- of the Legacy version... Oh, no, sorry. That's I, not me. I know. So I looked at the one next to me, and that Which was Colin on the list. Not, anyway. Sorry. My, um, th- oh, the next one on my list is uh, another fun party game, and that is Wits and Wagers. And so this one, 
I think can you play up to eight people with some of the versions? Yeah, it depends on it's seven, and then you go into teams. I think ah, there's it okay. depends on what version you get yeah, because there's, there's a there's lot of versions. there's different versions depending on where you get it. Like I know Target sold one that went to a certain value, and then there's another version that went to a different value. Yeah, so there's a few different versions of Wits and Wagers out there. I've played I think three of the different versions at this point. We played regular. Party. Uh, and party. Oh, so I have not played family. Okay. But yeah, so I really, really enjoy Wits and Wagers. And it's a betting game and it's trivia, but you do not have to know anything. It's right. all numbers and a question gets asked like, in inches, how tall is the Eiffel Tower? Or you know something dumb like that. And everybody writes down their answer and then they all get flipped over at the same time and you rearrange them from highest to lowest or whatever, you know. And then everybody will bid on which one they think is closest without going over. Mm-hmm. And so it's so fantastic because, like I said, you could know absolutely nothing and just be like, oh, that looks good. Bet on it. And you could win the game. And I think yep. it's so much fun. That's a lot of people that I hear refer or recommend with some wagers. That's usually their selling point. It's a trivia game where you don't have to know trivia. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and knowing stuff does help you, of course, but uh, oh, it's it's so much fun. I think we're almost through our entire pack of questions in our version because we played we played it so much with your parents when we first got the game. Yeah, but by the time we got through the whole set we of cards, we probably the answers forget to the, the numbers, so you can do it yeah. again. That's the trick with with wits and wagers is it's not just who can get the right answer, who can get the most believable answer. Mm-hmm. Correct. That because too. You want everybody to pick your answer. Yep. 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 So we got suggestions in the chat room. There's a debate or talking about uh, Nuts So Fast. Awesome family yeah. party game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They were talking about that they need to include Band-Aids in their game. Their version right, also Kurt, this get version on this. now has Band-Aids. Yeah, I actually had that on my list at first, and I ultimately swapped it out because of, uh, of wounds. Oh, okay. I thought <laughs> I you had Band-Aids on so your fast. list. My brother that's a got, weird game to play. My brother once got a, a broken finger from playing Slapjack. Oh, ow. Like they both went in at the same time and just. Yeah. It's slapjack, not so fast, and spoons. Like, <laughs> those are the three. Mm-hmm. All right. What's your next one, babe? Oh, yeah. So my next one. Uh, so I have Pandemic. That's on where my I list. said, speaking of the legacy version. Yeah. And really, I could put any cooperative game uh, yeah. shy of Spirit Island and Robinson Crusoe. Like Escape at Curse of the Temple. Uh, Forbidden Island. Forbidden Island. Forbidden Desert. Well, maybe not. That I, a little... I probably wouldn't do Forbidden Island personally, just because it's a little basic. Well, it depends on what si- what your family is, because yeah. I found for kids, mm. Forbidden Island's great. Oh, yes, okay. for sure. Well, I, I just it. I've got problems with Forbidden Island. Like it ramps up a little too quickly mm. because the the waters rise cards could be back to back to back to back because mm. it's just shuffle. Whereas in Pandemic, it's dispersed. Right. So that's where I like Pandemic over Forbidden Island. If if for, if you could do that with Forbidden Island, like disperse those. There's no reason you couldn't. I you yeah. I guess. <laughs> I just broke his. Mind. It's, a, it's a smaller deck of cards. I saw it happen too. <laughs> it's a smaller deck of cards, so you'd have trouble with that though. I'm just gonna make a gif of him just being like, uh, uh, uh. <laughs> I just had to process it for a second. Just like it doesn't compute. Really. <laughs> Does not compute. <laughs> Yeah, that was literally why I put escape room games on here. Was mm. I was like, like, yeah, any cooperative kind of game. Yeah, yeah, it's just good because if someone doesn't know something, you can help them, and they they won't feel like, oh, you know what I have now. Right, like, right. There's no secrecy except for the real time games. It's like, quick, what do I do? What do I do? Here's what I got. Give me, give me, give me, give me. 
like escape. That just reminds me of uh, when I was demoing Marvel Champions, which is a co-op game, mm-hmm. and people would be like, "Can can can I show you my cards? Because I got something that could help." And I'm like, "There's really nothing against it. The only reason they say that you hold your cards up is to prevent alpha gaming, so someone's mm-hmm. not saying like." You're talking about in pandemic. No, no, in uh, Marvel Champions. Oh, I'm sorry, like, I wasn't you, listening. You got your. <laughs> You got like a hand and people were like, can I just do Do I have to hold my cards up? Because it's, it's co-op. I'm like, you do whatever you want. It's just they say to hold it up like that to keep people from just like being like, you play that card and you play this card mm-hmm. and I'm going to do my ability. Oh, yeah. You can get that. that. That's the same thing with Pandemic. They say for your first game, you can play open hand, but you hold your hand, your cards in your hand normally. We've never done I've that. I've never done that. Because we don't have a problem with alpha gaming, though. Well, sometimes I can be a little... But I think I'm we, much better than I used to be. I think we played open hand when we did Legacy. Legacy, uh, <coughs> it's in the rules that you play open hand. Uh, yeah, at least in season one. That's the last. I have not played Pandemic since we played. And that was what, back in 2016, <laughs> 2015? I think it was 16. It was It was a little bit ago. Our day of gaming. Just to, this is, <laughs> this is, we need to get this done. Eight I said, games. <laughs> where I was like, we're not playing. Like, I don't feel like playing Pandemic for a while. Three years <laughs> later. I still don't feel like playing Pandemic for a while. <laughs> It's been a while since we've played a regular game of Pandemic. It's been a while. Every time. So. Your last one, babe? My last one is one that we played with my dad, and he wanted to play it again when we were done. It's Illusion. It's a quick card game. You're just trying to see, okay, we are looking at the color blue. Does this card have more or less blue than the last one? Or And it's like timeline in a sense. And you're trying to figure out, okay, what's the proper order? And at some point, if it, when it comes to your turn, you can pull another card and try to fit it in the line or say something is amiss. And then you flip them all over and it has all the percentages on the back. And if percentages are all ascending, then the person that plays the last card to get the point. Uh, if something is wrong, then you get the point. The first of the three points wins. That's okay. such a fun game. Yeah. So, simple. Yeah. Simple, fun, quick. We play it at dinner. Yeah. Dinner being uh, waiting for food at restaurants. Yeah. Yeah, it's really good. Your dad seemed to like it. He asked to play it again. That's what I said just a minute ago. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I was even listening to you. I don't know why I didn't right, hear I'm that. I'm just going to turn off your microphone. Yep. Right. Just sit there and look here. pretty. Oh, thanks. <laughs> uh, anyway, the last game I'm going to mention is Cat Lady. And I personally never... I think my mother would really like this game. I've not played it with her yet, mm-hmm. but I think that it would be one she would enjoy. It's just a grid of nine cards, and you pick three from either a row or a column and you play them in front of you and you're it's set collection you're trying to collect sets of cats then you're trying to collect enough food to feed all your cats you're trying to collect i guess the set collection comes in with the costumes and the toys yeah the toys the toys is set collection type. yeah because you get more points the more toys you have and then you have to have costumes and you have to have the catnip or you don't have to have catnip but you can get catnip and just all these different little cars that you collect and they all give you points and it's just this really cute fun simple little game to play mm-hmm. and especially if you are cat people i think that you would really enjoy this game even if you're not a cat person i think you would really enjoy this game chris have you played that i have not played cat lady yeah yeah my favorite rule in it is that you actually lose points at the end of the game if you don't have at least one cat costume. Because <laughs> you're a crazy cat lady. I think it's so cute. I still need to break out the, the cat cafe. Oh, yeah, yeah. Need to upgrade the dice in that. First. I already did. Oh, nice. Okay. Check. Yeah, I just pulled some of the random D6s I had mm. and threw those in there. The nice. post I've been seeing lately is talking about, hey, I upgraded the dice. <laughs> now I With can play. literally any dice. Yeah. 
I just picked a bunch of the dice that I have that are custom, like from different podcasts and threw those in there. <laughs> That's awesome. So yeah, cat lady. So my number one, I have to put a big caveat on. You're ridiculous. Asterisk, asterisk. Asterisk, asterisk. Such a ridiculous answer. And that is because I don't think I would recommend this to anybody else's family, but I want to play this with my family. And what is that? And We'll get to there. So I have to build, you know, anyone who's heard me play or played games with me knows that I, I, I tend to play in a specific way. You know, it's like, hey, Philip, how's it going? Hey, what's this here? Hold this knife. <laughs> hold it with your back. Yeah. <laughs> here, hold this, please. The question I have for you, how do you think I got that way? Do you think I just woke up one day and like, I'm going to be a jerk in a game? <laughs> I honestly not. do. <laughs> It was, no, it was it bred was, into you. It was years of being bred into me. <laughs> Ridgeshaw game nights are brutal. <laughs> oh my gosh. Whether it's video games or board games, it's like if you're in the way, I will run over you if it means that I can get to the finish line first. <laughs> oh my god! If you're in front of me and I can trample you somehow to get to the finish line, I will do it. Mm. So well, I, I play that way. The game that I have on my list is Rising Sun. And, you know, for those that the few, the one or two of you don't know what it is, it's a Japanese style game. It's about alliance. It's a minis on a board where you're making alliances and potentially betraying those alliances. But the actual basic gameplay is fairly simple. Mm -hmm. Like you pick the mandates and they tell you pretty much what to do. Move this here. Move that there. Pick a guy. Put this guy down. Yeah, I get that. But so the actual game, I've actually played Blood Rage with some of my cousins before. Ah. That was a bit much for like my dad saw that and was like, I'm out. Well, the tricky thing about Rising Sun, I think, comes down to the cards and monsters. True. And Blood Rage, that's all it is. Yeah. is oh, mo- yeah. Most of it, anyway. So, yeah, that's like the one tricky part I have issue with teaching to the random person is those cards. Yeah. But it's like, if I could make my family, you know, my some of my cousins and uncles and dad and stuff, if I could get them to sit around a table for 12 hours, I would put Twilight Imperium and play that with them. <laughs> but I know that's never going to happen. So I can get some of that experience in with Rising Sun with the alliances and the negotiating. And that's I'm sure fun. there are other better games. But just when I was looking around at games I had that fill this void. This was just what my eyes went to. Yeah, yeah. I probably I get would why do you, that. Yeah. I get why you put it on your list for your family, but definitely wouldn't suggest well, for the average That's why I started family. with a caveat. <laughs> I know, I know. I, yeah, yeah. It's a good game. It is I, a good game. I, I would definitely play it. it four times over playing Twilight Imperium once. But <laughs> and just, maybe faster too. Yeah, it, it's, I like the alliances in the Rising Sun, the way it worked a little better than the one play that I had of Twilight Imperium. Mm. It was less secretive. It was more like out there in ah, your but face. That's the fun part. I don't know. I just like the in your <laughs> face. Like, hey, let's go get Philip now. Ah, this know. is why. That's we, my style. Of, I think. Philip, we have to play Rising Sun. The four of us. That'd be really fun. No, Philip, you need to play Twilight Imperium with me at some point. Okay, we need like a three day weekend. I know that's we the do. problem. You need a three day weekend for Twilight Imperium. Yeah, really. that's what it that's is. What and, he's then, talking about. and then we'll have another day for Rising Sun. That's what. No, that's what I was talking about. Three day weekend just for Twilight Imperium. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, we'll just do our own Jen Cant next year, just yeah. right here in the basement. <laughs> yeah, we didn't have a we didn't have a Dirtbags Invitational this we year. We didn't. The year's not over. The year is not over. Mm-hmm. Maybe we'll just do a day. Just like, hey, this is a day. <laughs> Today is a, a day. day. A day. Anyway. <laughs> Christmas at my house. Let's go. All right. <laughs> so, Philip, do you have any other things that you'd play with family? No. Like or... Suro? He didn't have Suro, but I imagine he would. 
You can borrow it anytime if you want. We're just going to make a video game, or not a video game, a board game red box right there on that wall. <laughs> I'll just give you swipe access yeah. to the... Shwink. There we go. <laughs> nice. Okay. A joke, I just get a couple smart locks, and then there you go. All right. I'll just leave a tip jar somewhere. <laughs> exactly. You know, that's, that's... Or just a little board. It's like, mark, you know, mark when you leave with something. Mark when you bring it back. No, to make it like make it like, like, the, uh, like the libraries in elementary yeah. school. You cards. pull the card out and... Mm-hmm. Yeah, there you go. Those were fun. That's too much work, though. I just have one sheet where you just put like, Philip took this game. <laughs> Got a don't jar. You like a, don't you have a spare like uh, Kindle Fire or something? Just pull up Again, a spreadsheet. That's hang it work. To the wall. <laughs> <laughs> Again, that's work. Oh my god. You Sometimes analog easier. Time to charge. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Matthew brings I, up yes. patchwork. I agree, mm. Matt. I taught that to my mom, and we've played it a couple times now. She really likes it. I think I I've either talked about it or I've played it with my mom. I just didn't put anything like two-player games because I was trying to think yeah. more. Open. Same here. That's the only reason I didn't put Patchwork is because I was trying to get like the larger family as a whole, you know? Yeah. Like, not necessarily extended, but just, you know, when there's when we get together, there's six of us, If it's, even if it's just my family because my sister, myself, and parents, and we have husbands. <laughs> Although, I would say like 70% of the time when I'm playing games with my family, it is with one other person yeah. <laughs> because it's my mom's cooking and I'm playing with my dad or my dad's asleep and I'm playing with my mom. <laughs> yeah. For me, most of the time now, because my sister has a, a toddler, mm-hmm. it's hard to play games when they're, when she and her husband, you know, my niece are around just because mm-hmm. we're always chasing the toddler, <laughs> but that's its own game in itself. Yeah. Oh, it is. And it's fun. It's so much fun. But the thing with my, so when we do play with family, it's often just my parents or just his parents or something. So it's usually just a foursome that we're playing with. Mm. So, and this will this will feed right into the Patreon bid is we asked this question also on our Patreon Slack. Yes. Mm. And yeah. my favorite response was from Beetle. And he said, because we were asking, what games do you play with your family? And he said, check, this, check the grandparents to see if they're still breathing. The game <laughs> is called, does anyone know where the wills are? <laughs> I thought that was hilarious. <laughs> But he mentions Fireball Island, which is one that I've thought about getting purely just to play with my family. Oh, yeah. We were at a game store that had it on the shelves this weekend. That's the only problem is with the price of it. I don't want to buy it on the chance that they might like it. Yeah. You yeah. want to know that they yeah. like it. I need a store that like I can demo the game at. Oh, yeah. yeah but yeah. there's not a lot really around. Right. So, yeah. Speaking of Patreon... You can go to patreon.com slash boards and swords and support this show for just a dollar a month. That's like... Just a dollar? Just, just a, dollar. a dollar. That's wow. 50 cents we, per one of these episodes. We welcome more, obviously, but a dollar people are, is people more are cra- than welcome. People are crazy if they give me more than a dollar. <laughs> I just know... <laughs> I know the value of my worth. Aw. <laughs> but hey, if we get to a certain pledge level, right, we, we get fun special content. True. We've already put out one bonus episode. I think I'm going to put together for November an outtakes episode mm. cool. that we'll put out. And then, uh, yeah, we still we still got, let's see, we still got... Uh, Yarn Finder. Yarn Finder, the, us playing an RPG. I really want to do it, guys. And then we've also got special... What was it? Oh, you doing skit songs, which yes. I already started writing I've one. I started writing a parody song, and I may not wait for Kickstarter or Patreon because I want... Uh, it's, Go well, for you it. You shouldn't wait for Kickstarter either. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> you know, those can be delayed for months. Yeah. And then I really want to get to, I think it's like $100 is when Colin starts doing the, uh, oh, the, the, sound tra- the soundtrack, things, turning yeah. them into like fun techno beats or something. Uh, 
I'm waiting for that. <laughs> Are you? Is that or is that the like? Uh. <laughs> no, no, no. That's. Uh, hmm. He'll have fun with Ew. it. If suddenly, we get there, it'll be fun. Suddenly, I feel like you need to go get the mop. Right? Ew. <laughs> I need to cut that. (laughs) All right. And with that, I'm going to turn it over to Colin. Speaking of which. All right. So I am doing something sort of kind of ratings game thing, but it's going to be a little different. We are going to take turns guessing the geek rating for games. So this is the rating that is good in relation to its position rating wise okay so like we're saying a number between one and ten yes but i'll i'm going to narrow it down some so we are going to have one person guessing and the other two contestants in that round are going to guess whether they think the number is actually higher or lower and reality makes sense in this game higher is higher lower is lower uh, unlike the rank is one where it's like uh which way is up you're like i, I don't know which one's I good i explain it every time but i know i, I know i'm saying like it's it's, no, it's okay. like it makes sense logically though like with saying yeah. the right words so i have chosen an array of party games and you are going to be going through this and guessing rate ratings and whether they're higher or lower the person guessing the rating if they get it dead on they're going to get three points okay so in this game each round someone's going to be guessing the rating i'll start with cindy she'll be say i'll say a name of game she's going to say what she thinks the geek rating is down to the hundredth place so 1.11 just for example 1.11 we could say the point what what this is the geek rating it goes to two digits i mean it goes to three digits actually does it go to three? It yeah, I, three I rounded. Decimals? I rounded to two. Oh wow, this is horrible. But Can if you, you get it dead on, Cindy? I'm never gonna get it chill. dead on. Chill. <laughs> Let me explain the rest of the rules, okay? I know how it works. You no, freak. I'm gonna tell you <laughs> stuff, okay? Okay. No. So, Cindy makes a guess. Both of you individually say higher or lower. If it is higher and you say higher, you get a point. If you're wrong, Cindy gets a point for whoever's wrong. And if she gets it dead on, three points. The seventh one is going to be everyone's going to be writing down their answer, and then whoever's closest in general is going to be getting however many points I decide is going to be. Probably three points. The number of points is the correct answer. Yes. Oh, there we go. (laughs) All right. So for this, I chose a bunch of party games that have either been mentioned in this episode or are well-known. And the first one is going to be Wits and Wagers. Hey, this game sounds very much like Wits and Wagers anyways. All of these games are between 5.0 and 7.5. So it narrows down the spectrum. Okay. This is where I was saying, let me finish. There's 250 (laughs) potential options there. (laughs) It's still narrowed down. (laughs) All right. So, Cindy, what is your guess for the rating, the geek rating of Wits and Wagers? So just the regular Wits and Wagers. Yeah, regular Wits and Wagers. Can we get the rank? Does that? No. No? You're just guessing. No hints. 7.12. All right, 7.12 is what Cindy says. And the upper band is 7.5? Yes. I'm going to say lower. All right. I'm going to say lower as well. Okay, it is lower. It is 6.79. So Yay. Each, each Phil and Chris are going to get a point. Woo-hoo. 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 Starting out a game with a point. All right. <laughs> High five. And Cindy didn't. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so moving into the next one, we have Imagine. We talked about this one earlier also. Cindy did. And so we know about what the game is, making shapes into funny, guess what I ha- have made things. So, Chris, where would you put this? 6.45. All right, 6.45. Do 
Do you I'm think higher or lower? lower? Lower. All right. And Cindy? Lower. Also going lower. The actual score is 6.38. So oh, I was so close. It was 0.7. That's almost off, within arguing margin of error point. That point is. 0.07, yeah. That you're bordering on me getting mad for being close. <laughs> well, I said it has to be dead on. I know. I know. All right. Margin next of one. errors. Uh, next oh, one. my gosh. <laughs> Do not. Do not. I said you were close to me arguing that. All right. All right, next up, we have just one. Hot oh. game from... The... <laughs> one one point on one. <laughs> <laughs> it was nominated for the spiel. I can't remember if it won I or not. I don't, I don't think, think it did. It, won. Uh, wh- it did not win. What was the what was the other competitors? I'm forgetting no, now. Maybe. I'm totally spacing. Uh, I know Wingspan won the, the Kenner. Oh, this is I think terrible. just one. No, wait, did, it did win. It did win. It did win. Okay. So the the, tw- the 2019... Uh, we're not looking it up, but we're assuming. I'm looking. <laughs> hey, if if John's still watching, he can fact check us on that. Yeah. There we go. Or anybody in the chat room can fact check us. Anyways, <laughs> Philip. All right, so... Just are you one, fa- one. Are you familiar with the rules of Just One? How I am it not plays? familiar with the rules of Just One. The game's really simple. All it is is someone's given a word. Everybody has to write down a word related to that, except for one person who's got their eyes closed. Then everybody holds up their words before the person reveals. If any of the words are matching... They get removed, and then the person opens their eyes and has to guess the word based on whatever clues are left. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's fun. So yeah, just one. It won the spiel. Mm-hmm. What's the rating, the geek rating? Seven. Dead seven Ooh, even. Dead seven. Ooh, that's hard. Mm. That's hard. That's hard. <laughs> right. I'm going to say higher. All right, Cindy says higher. I'm going to go prison? higher also. You guys got to dis- <sighs> You guys make it no fun when you go the same direction all the time. So it is higher. <laughs> then he needs to get better at picking numbers then, apparently. All right. So, yeah, it's well, 7.03, I mean, 7. Gonna... actually. Oh, <laughs> so, yeah. Nice. Philip has more reason to argue about the margin of error thing. Well, no, I was, I was, you said it one spiel. So I was just going to give them points to be like 7.5. <laughs> <laughs> How about that? <laughs> how, about, how about them apples to apples? <laughs> Next up, we have Codenames Pictures. Oh. Codenames Pictures. I am going to say 6.23. 6.23, she says. Now, just to clarify, this is the version of Codenames with, with pictures. pictures. Yes. Okay. This is not the version that won the spiel. <laughs> now, what number? You said 6.23. Again, that's real close. Mm. I'm going to go lower. Okay. I'm going to say higher. Yes. They hey, we got a split. <laughs> and it is higher. So it's 7.13. Oh, my gosh. That's much Sheesh. higher than I expected. Yeah. So Cindy gets one. Philip gets one. Oh, right. Because Chris got it wrong. Yeah. Wrong, I, wrong, wrong, wrong. <laughs> I knew it was probably higher, but I was just like, this could be a gotcha. Yeah. All right. Next up, we have a classic Beyond Balderdash. <laughs> or Balderdash is the classic. Beyond is like the more variety version. So I picked Beyond Boulder Dash, and Chris, you are going to be guessing. What would you say the rating is for that? 6.66. Oof. <laughs> Why? Why that number? Because oh well, you, you took away the thousands place. He was going to go 6.667. Ah, so. But would it ride up, round up to 6.67? All right. So, Phil, higher uh, or lower? I'm going to say lower. All right. Uh, I was going to go lower, too. So you are yeah, still? Yeah, I'm staying lower. Okay, it is lower. It is 6.36. Wow. I got two of the numbers right. That's right, you did. <laughs> that counts for something. You get a half point, but actually it's 0.49 and it rounds down to zero. <laughs> there we go. All right, 
Chris, next up we have no, it's no, it's Philip. Philip, next up we have. <laughs> I'll get the game right. It's my game. <laughs> uh, Magic Maze. Ooh. Magic Maze. We had talked about it. I don't think you've played it. I have not. I haven't played it either. You're familiar with it though. Real time cooperative. Everyone can't talk, but you're moving pawns across a board, discovering tiles. Need to flip the sand timer to make sure you don't have run out of time. Imagine the chaos and of each, five minute Marvel. And mm. each person can only move in one direction. Yeah. And then certain levels of the game, you are changing which direction you can move when you flip the sand timer. So ah. you, you get your mind going in different directions. It's crazy. It's so, so much fun. Yeah. Magic Maze. Where would you put the geek rating for that? Uh, 6.29. 6.29. I'm going to say higher. Cindy this says also higher. won the spiel, didn't it? Or It was a nominee. It was a nominee. And you said 6.29? 29. I want to be contrarian and go lower, but my gut's telling me higher. Mm. Uh, let's gamify the system here. Okay. You got four points. How many points you got? He has I have four. four points. You got both four points, so I got to go higher then because I need to try and stay in the game. All right. It is 6.96, so it yeah. is higher. Oh. Nice. So Cindy gets one. Chris gets one. So he's still trailing because both her, him and Cindy got Right. One. <laughs> but now I'm what? Oh, yeah, because Philip's higher than me too now. All right, so last one, going to have everyone write down their answer, and then whoever is closest is going to be the winner. Why do I have two points? So you can one is for Phil. Phil. Oh, okay. It was take one past no, down. No, 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 no. I'm going to write it twice, and then... <laughs> <laughs> and then Phil can choose to re- accept or reject your Yeah, there answer. we go. <laughs> all right, that's an added... All right, so one we all love, not so fast, is the last one. And this is between five This is still and between five and 7.5. And what's or is it just whoever's closest period? Yep. Or I'm gonna have to do some math potentially. Okay. I just realized what my number is. I didn't even plan that. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. Now we're gonna start with Philip. I'm gonna work backward here. All right. So my answer six point eight four. Six point eight four. I'm gonna do that. That's cool with the phone. <laughs> my answer yes. is six point two seven. 6.27. And my answer is 6.78. Mm. Ah. So if it's close to 6.78, it just might bounce Philip out of this. If it's below 6.5, I win. <laughs> or I win that this round. Yeah. <laughs> the correct answer to this is going to win three points. And it is 5.64. Yes! <gasps> no! I know, it's a terrible That's crime. So I'm going mean, just off buzz. There was uh, there was also some issues with the one of the designers, and that made it have a big PR hit. Oh, is that right? Yeah, mm. like I actually don't know if Smirk and Daggers reprinting it. Oh, there I hadn't heard about it. There, there was anything. I don't know the full story, but it was one of those like it wasn't like the main person, but it was like one of them. Mm. Huh. All right. I think it's an amazing game. So that means Chris wins by one point. Yeah. Congrats, Chris. Yay. Yeah. Chris is the wiener. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that wraps up the show this week. Hey, thanks for watching, everybody. If you enjoy this content, you're going to love checking out our live play podcast called The Dirtbags of Holding. That's where we sit around a table in Chris's basement and we play <laughs> the worst RPGs in the best way possible. You might say it's this exact same table. It might. Don't we change the tablecloth, though? No, I just put that on. <laughs> oh, okay, gotcha. Oh my god. It's this table apparently. <laughs> wow. 
Anyway, well, if you like this show, you can email us comments and questions at feedback at boardsandswords.com. You can follow us on Instagram at boardsandswordspod or on Facebook at boardsandswordspod at facebook.com. <laughs> I totally did that backwards. Slash. Slash. <laughs> anyway. Just search for us on Facebook. <laughs> and then you should also follow our individual accounts. I'm Cindy Pastorius on Twitter and Instagram. I am Callcakes196 on Twitter and Instagram. Hi, I'm Chris the Prof on Twitter and Instagram. And on Twitter, I'm Phil the Dirtbag. So we are also a part of the Dice Tower Network. You can go to dicetowernetwork.com and find all sorts of awesome gaming podcasts similarly themed to this one. And the network is sponsored sponsored a lot by cool stuff inc you can go to coolstuffinc.com and find all sorts of awesome gaming deals just like the awesome podcast you find at dicetownetwork.com but at coolstuffinc.com lastly thank you so much for listening and watching this episode remember you can go support us and head over to patreon.com slash boards and swords if you want to help us out in any way possible we appreciate it no matter what even just listening though yeah. Is, is a treat, especially mm. if you talk to us and let us know. Yeah. So, but in the meantime, remember that every gamer has a story, and I award you no points. And everyone in this room is stupider for having listening to that. Th- I don't remember the exact quote. Yeah, everyone is may now God dumber. Have mercy may, that's the on only part soul. I remember. And may God have mercy on your soul. Yeah. Simple no would have been fine. <laughs> <laughs> thankful for you philip yes somebody is do you need a hug what's that i do need a hug oh isn't that sweet